Back in seminary, we prayed morning prayer every day of the week. Monday through Thursday, we'd meet in the chapel, all of the student body together, to pray. And then on Fridays, we would meet in groups of about eight or ten students, meeting in professors' homes to pray morning prayer. And each year, we met with a different professor and a different group of people, so we got to know and pray with our uh, classmates and professors. And we were asked during one of these prayer sessions my first year, to whom do we generally pray? God the Father, God the Son, or God the Holy Spirit? I hadn't really thought about this before, and I realized when we talked about it that morning that I really only prayed to God the Father. And I realized that if I pray to one, I pray to them all. But the Father was the one to whom my prayers were generally addressed. And the group had varying answers as we realized there is only one God, but we all realized that we related to God in different ways. God as wisdom, as the spirit of truth. God as the All-Father. God as the Son, the human being, Jesus. Now all person of the Trinity are all these things. There is only one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And while three... They are bound together in perfect unity such that they are one. Try wrapping your head around that. So what one of them does, we all they all do, and yet we can relate to God in these different ways. Earlier this week, uh, well actually later in this week, it was last week actually, I'm sorry. Can't get it much earlier than Sunday. Um, last week, um, some friends of mine were in court to... Um, see if they were going to get to keep their foster daughters or not. They're uh, Scott and Jen, were my friends from college, and uh, they had been fostering these two girls for the last ten months, um, hoping to adopt them. Their mother had the girl's mother had been um, had had a checkered past and was not able to keep them. And the girls had been bounced around the uh, foster system, and then entered Scott and Jen. And they were wonderful parents to these girls. And one of the first things that uh, they said, as soon as they saw Scott, they knew nothing about him at this point. And the older of them said, you're a fixer. You fix things. And his jaw fell to the floor. He's an engineer, and he does actually do a lot of fixing. Um, But what they did was help fix these little girls' lives. These girls felt truly loved and secure and hopeful for the first time in years. And then came the hearing on Friday to see if they would stay with Scott and Jen or be returned to their mother. And all of our our friends and Scott and Jen's friends, we'd been praying for, I mean, been praying for them every day for the last ten months, and then um, praying as as the weeks approached for this hearing that they would stay with, Scott and Jen, realizing at the same time, I'm now praying against these girls' mom, right? That we're praying that they won't be returned to her, which um, was a rather conflicted prayer to pray. And the girls were also conflicted. The judge told Scott and Jen, you have to ask them where they would like to go. And they said, well, we want to stay with you. In the next breath, they said, we want to go back to our mom. They wanted both. And um, they loved Scott and Jen. They loved their mom. So the trial date was Friday, and they went. Uh, Scott and Jen went to this trial, and um, the judge gave a ruling which no one 
foresaw. The lawyers were all shocked. Scott, I think everybody was shocked. Um, initially, I was very saddened by it. Um, I think as were Scott and Jen. They were. Uh, so they are going. The girls were going to return to their mom, but Scott and Jen were named possessory conservators. Thankfully, Jennifer uh, told us what that meant. They are legal parents with shared custody, which means they are no longer foster parents. They are now also the girls' legal parents, and they have joint custody with their mom. And we'd been thinking this whole time it was going to be this adversarial kind of thing between Scott and Jen and the girls' mom, Stephanie, and. The girl's mother didn't fight this ruling. She welcomed their future involvement in the girl's lives. And afterwards, after the trial, the three of them met together and they started to form their relationship as the girl's parents. Now the girl's three parents. Now it was bitter, bittersweet for Scott and Jen who are going to miss their girls fiercely. But they also, in the long run, felt good about the girls being with their mother who they believe will be good for the girls with whom they'll be safe and loved. Jennifer wrote, This morning Scott and I got to gather the girls around us and say, Something strange and really good has happened. A very smart judge listened to your story and heard what good children you are and figured out a way to make this work. You will get to keep all of us. <laughs> Stephanie is your real mother and still is. But now Scott and I are too. You aren't our foster children. You are our real children. I got barreled into by a seven-year-old with a scream of, You're my real mommy. We showed them a picture that we took of Stephanie and me smiling together. The youngest beamed so big I thought her smile would break her face. And she started chanting, Mommy, 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 Mommy. And I could hear it in her cadence as she looked at each of our faces and said the word. They're excited to finish the school year here and excited to go back to their other mother because they miss her. When I told Asden she'd better invite me to her birthday party, the girl who spent the last ten months believing the future will always find a way to screw her, smiled with wonder and clung to me in a hug of relief and love. For once in their lives, these girls had gotten everything exactly what they wanted, both families to call their own, and the knowledge that they will never be foster children again. The girls now have three parents who are going to work together. They're no longer adversaries as they didn't want to be, but felt as though they were. These three are now going to be working together as these girls' parents, and I couldn't help but think of the Trinity on this Sunday. It's not a perfect analogy, but I think it is illustrative of the way that God is three persons working together for our sake. We know God fully through each Show us the Father, Philip said to Jesus, and we'll be satisfied. Whoever has seen me has seen the Father, Jesus replied. God works together for us, not one person of the Trinity against the other, but bound together in perfect unity, like these three parents who are now going to be bound together as this one body in their family. Looking back at the question then that we were asked in seminary, to which person of the Trinity do you pray? Well, I began after that question dabbling with praying to Jesus and praying to the Holy Spirit in addition to praying to God the Father. And this opened up a whole new way of relating to God for me. 
We need to bring our lives to God. We need to bring all of our lives to God. And we need to be able to come to a God that we can relate to and talk to. With the tornadoes in Oklahoma, with births and deaths and baptisms, with all of the joy and sorrow and everything in between going on in our lives, we need to have God as this parent of ours to whom we can always come and know that we will always be loved. We need a God we can approach. And sometimes we can't approach God the Father. Sometimes we can't approach God the Son. Sometimes the only one we can really approach is the wind of the Holy Spirit blowing through the trees and suddenly helping us realize that God is there with us. But sometimes we can only approach the Son, the human being who is one of us, who we can talk to just like we talk to each other. And then sometimes we need to approach God the Father when the Son of the Holy Spirit just won't quite do it. And we have these three that we can approach and talk to and be united with God, knowing that if we talk to one, we are talking to all three, that God is perfectly united in all, that we can always be united with God as well. Amen.